Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hi, everyone. Welcome. I have a special treat on the podcast today. My friend and fellow divorce coach, Wendy Sterling, is joining us. Wendy is a certified advanced theta healer, and she combines her intuition and energetic healing abilities with coaching techniques to move her clients through the healing process more quickly and manifest the abundant life they desire through her five-step divorce rehab program. Now, I admit, originally I was a guest on her podcast, and through our conversation, we thought it would be a great idea for both of us to post this episode on our own podcast so that all of our listeners could benefit. Wendy is also the host of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast, so if you've already binged all of my episodes, be sure to check out hers. And it feels a little bit like breaking the rules of some kind to post this on both of our podcasts, but we decided we like to break the rules. (laughs) So we're just going to dive right in after she introduced me, and here we go. We actually just chatted with one another um, not too long ago. We have since become very close buddies, and we now are calling each other... really tight friends and a new new divorce bestie. (laughs) Yes. Our new divorce besties. We're new. We're the new divorce besties. Um, But I'm really excited because Julie and I were talking about a couple of different topics that we wanted to discuss. And then we both said, you know what, we need to talk about this one topic. And why don't we release this on both of our podcasts? Because neither one of us have done this before. And Why are we going to record one episode on mine and one episode on hers when we both think that this is going to be a great topic for both of our audiences? So totally. Here we are, Julie, and we're, we're doing it. Doing and and it was so funny before. because I'm like, are we breaking any rules? I'm like, well, I like to break rules, so let's do it. <laughs> and I am a rule breaker as well. So she has got, you know, we're cut from the same cloth in that way, you guys. So we are going to talk to you guys today about investing. And it's not the type of investing that you think that we are talking about. It's the type of investing that you do in yourselves, in your own personal development growth, and especially investing in yourself after divorce. Am I right, Julie? Absolutely. And I don't know who said it, but if you're not growing, you're dying, right? And that does not just apply to plants. It does not. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true, you guys, because think about it. We all spend all of this money, right, to get married and have these gorgeous flowers and the dress and the and the party and the food. Yes, the cake, the open bar and you you spend all this money to celebrate this amazing experience and kicking off this lifetime together and then what happens fast forward 10 20 30 years and you're spending you know you're you're cutting half of everything you've built up in your lifetime by 50% and getting a divorce yes and then a divorce costs yeah. you money right so yeah. and the divorce costs 
in my opinion, is is far wider reaching than the yeah. marriage was to begin with, because there's all these different avenues that you have to separate. There's lawyers' fees, etc. And what ends up happening is that you kind of look back and you reflect on all those years you were married and realize that most of us were just on autopilot. Yeah. We did and, not invest in the, in the actual marriage. Yeah. Correct. And we were also talking about how um, a lot of times that leads people to therapy and they spend all this time in therapy when the marriage is already broken. It's too late. Yeah. And, and as Julie and I were sharing both of our stories, Julie, I'm going to ask you, you know, to share a little bit of your story as well. But, you know, Julie and I were sharing our stories about how, you know, we were, you know, we were invested in these marriages at the time, but what we forgot to invest in was within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And many times, you know, I was in, I was in both couples therapy and individual therapy towards the end of my marriage. But what Julie and I both agreed to as, as it related to our stories was that mm -hmm. it, it wound up being too late. It was something that should have been started way earlier. You know, for me, I, I never learned how to communicate in a healthy way. I was duplicating mistakes that were made that that I watched, you know, family members make. And so here mm -hmm. I am duplicating these same errors in my marriage to the point where like we were too far down the path to even come back from it. So no matter how much work I was doing, I couldn't correct my past versus now, you know, and what life coaching really ultimately helped me with was to really start understanding, okay, what do I get to do differently? How am I going to do it differently next time? Like what, what am I not going to do again? And, and I love that you said that because the tiny discernment there is like with therapy, it, it helps us understand what about our parents or what about our past made us the way that we are. And, and it was really with life coaching for both of us that helped us understand, oh my God, that is the way I am, but I can change it. And, and that's the piece that I got from coaching that I never got from years and years of therapy. Therapy just made me sit in my own, you know, stink, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, well, that's just the way I am. I can't help it. But it was with coaching. That's like, no, you actually can change that and you can become different and you can become better, which I think is the power, the real power of coaching. It's so different. And, you know, we're talking about investing in ourselves, you know, think about all the times in your life that you really invested money into yourself and into your growth. And what did it get you? Like, for me, it was like, my first college degree, right? That was really my biggest, most giant, massive investment in myself. And did it pay off? Hell yeah. Of course it did. It like put me on this path of being able to earn more income. I've got a teenage son right now that's complaining about having to work at a restaurant. And I'm like, well, not going to get a better job until you get your college degree. <laughs> there really isn't one that's going to make more money, right? So that's what coaching is, is it's going to help you up level in all the other areas of your life, even financially, even in your work world, because with life coaching, people 
become bold enough to ask her for that next level job. They, you know, feel empowered enough to up-level themselves in their career, where I know so many women that are just wasting away in the same job and, you know, hitting that glass ceiling. Yeah. And I think you bring up a really good point. And one that I'm hearing is, you know, what we forget, I think, as humans in general, and what I think divorce wakes us up to is the fact that we're constantly, we're human beings, right? Yeah. Who are, we are constantly evolving, right? And part of what we forget that we get to keep doing is transforming. And transformation is an ever-evolving state of being. And you go through transformations frequently. Divorce is definitely one that gives you that kick in the butt that it's not a catalyst for expending exactly yeah. it is a catalyst yeah. or transformation. And you know, I and it's something that we were talking about before that I want to bring up is that, you know, we think that, and I think this, this is relevant, Julie, to what we were even talking about is the, another topic that we were saying is that, you know, yeah. both Julie and I are so sick and tired of hearing the phrase like, oh, time will heal. Right. <laughs> and I don't know about you guys, but to me, I am not that patient. Okay. And for me, what I wanted was to heal and to take control of my healing and to heal as quickly as possible. Yeah. Julie, I know you are cut from the same cloth as well, right? Well, it's so <laughs> funny. I hear it all the time and it, it makes me kind of crazy because like, trust me and you can fast forward and still be in the same place. And I've seen so many women that just use that time will heal as an excuse to not do anything. And they're just like, well, I'm just waiting to heal, but they're not taking action or doing anything to try and facilitate that healing. So like, Wendy, you talked about how, like when you were going through divorce and you were like desiring this growth and transformation and change, you did therapy, right? Your insurance probably covered that. You read all the books you did, you know, courses and, and you were still kind of in the same place. You didn't get that big transformation or healing that you were looking for. Right. And, and for me as well, like I read hundreds of books. I actually log it on a spreadsheet, all the books that I've read because, you know, and the bad thing is information doesn't give you the transformation. You have to apply it and waiting and just waiting for you to heal. I mean, that's great for physical wounds. Like if you got a broken leg, you got to wait it out. Right. Right. But when it comes to our emotional wounds, we have to actively take steps to heal that. And honestly, I was even thinking about this the other day. I don't know if we don't really heal everything. Sometimes we just learn how to accept it and adapt our lives. Right. Yes. I mean, I think, think that's about really, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, think about grief and loss. Like, you know, if my, whatever, somebody close to me died tomorrow, I don't think you can heal that. I think you just like learn to like bear that grief. And, and I think there's a piece of divorce that you're not going to just heal everything. Some of it, you just have to like, kind of learn to, to learn from it and move forward. I mean, honestly, healing is moving forward. 
It is, and having the tools to be able to do so. And I, I could not agree with you more. You know, I'm sure you hear this from your clients too, where people are like, oh, I got triggered again, or oh, here I go having another setback. And to your point, it is, it is an always on loss, right? It is always going to be a loss in your life. And it's really mm-hmm. a matter of just allowing yourself to really be okay that there is this loss, but then knowing how it is that you get to process that information. You know, you said it beautifully. These books give you guys amazing information, right? I got a lot of information. I, my brain was so full. I loved being a full-time student, right? I was a student of healing from divorce. (laughs) But what I wasn't figuring out was like, okay, what do I now do with this information? How do I use this for me? And I think that that's the part that we all forget is like, it's great that you have all this information, but then what are you going to do with it? Because I don't know about you guys, but I am my own worst accountability partner to your, to your point about, you know, how we all make excuses, right? Well, time is your excuse of why you're not healing. What are the other excuses that you're using for not applying the information you've learned or not investing in yourself to do the work, to get the tools, to be able to move through this as quickly as possible, right? So we make all these excuses, but yet we then go, oh, well, I'll just read one more book. Oh, oh, one more book, one more book. This is going to have the answer for me. Right. How yeah. many times did you do that? I, a million I mean, times. You should see my office. I have a gazillion books in here, books I read thinking yeah. that this was really right. Like I yeah. thought the smarter I became, <laughs> the faster I would heal. Yeah. That, that's how I always felt about my career was like, oh, another degree, another certification, another next level, next level. And that's how I was going to make more money. And, and actually that really wasn't true. Honestly, I have a master's degree and it didn't change what I was making when I had a bachelor's degree and was working in the ad business, like as, as you were. Yes. Right? We also have similar backgrounds. You guys we both <laughs> so came funny. out of marketing yep. <laughs> and the ad sales community, which is awesome. And I love that we both pivoted big pivoted and became divorce coaches. But yeah, Julie, you were talking about when we were chatting earlier about this IQ versus EQ. Um, yeah. And I'd love for you to share more about what we were sharing or what I, we were speaking about. I think it's just so interesting because like when women invest in themselves, it's for their IQ. It's to raise the bar on their career. It's to, you know, become Um, more advanced in whatever their career path is, but they're not investing in their EQ. And and that's the uh, intelligent quotient is the IQ and the EQ is the emotional quotient. And the emotional quotient is really just as, as important as your IQ. And this is where growth and personal development and transformation really come in. And, and it really is the EQ that makes people incredible leaders. And in all the ways that we, you know, see leaders in the world, it's the ones with the, the best, um, I want to say control over their emotions and ability to apply, you know, thought work and, and thinking 
strategically and, and emotional um, intelligence, just those are the best leaders. It's not just the smart leaders, right? A hundred percent. And to everybody who's listening, it's never too late to up your EQ, right? I never at 40 years old, I think I had a vocabulary of maybe five different emotions. They went into the most popular categories that most of us, you know, create for ourselves. And it really wasn't until I started, one of the things coaching taught me to be able to grow my EQ was curiosity, Mm -hmm. going deeper than just surface level, right? which I think so many of us stay because it's safe. It's really safe to stay there because, Ooh, I don't know what's going to be underneath. Like I'm angry and there's more, but I don't, I just, I'm going to stay angry. I'm not going to go deep. Well, is your anger due to frustration? Is it due to sadness? Is it due to disappointment? Is it due to guilt? Is it, do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, without developing our EQ, right? Like think about it, you guys, you, did you just take a history? course or did you go into AP did you go into honors did you go you know like didn't you go deeper it's not just there's one history course there's all these different courses that you can learn different aspects of history and what's crazy is we don't learn this emotional intelligence at school no we don't get it at school and you know what most of us don't get it from our parents right I I learned how to be a parent from the way my mom parented me and I'm so much like my mother But thanks to coaching, I get to critically look at the way that I parent and and raise the bar on myself and continually work at it because I care. And and that's what working on your emotional intelligence is about. It's, It's really about that growth and development. And that's what we were talking about is like, people don't make that investment, right? They think, oh, I'll just go to therapy. Well, therapy is great, but when you look at you know what therapy is really good for therapy is designed to make people productive members of society and it's needed it's so needed because there's you know a whole dsm5 manual out there that's this thick of diagnoses you and i wendy we deal with one diagnoses and and maybe a little bit of anxiety but we mostly deal with adjustment disorder people that are struggling with an adjustment in life. And that's what divorce is, right? And I love to think of divorce as being like this massive catalyst for growth because all of a sudden your life as you know it is stripped away from you and you have an opportunity to reset and rebirth and renew yourself. And like I said, it's an opportunity. So many women don't do it. They don't take that and they don't know where to go with it. Like some crave that growth and they just don't know what to do. So I love we're having this conversation because it's one thing for me to say on my podcast, Hey, y'all need life coaching, but I may not be the best life coach for some people. They might've heard my podcast and that likes me and they would like you, Wendy. So I would would (laughs) know. And honestly, like I talk to people every day that I don't feel I'm a fit for, or, you know, there's a lot of women that I am a fit for and they gravitate to me. But if some people don't gravitate to me, they might be a better fit for you or, you know, other 
divorce coaches out there. I don't know very many. So I love that I made this connection with you. And I'm just so excited for for further collaborations because I feel like I already have known you forever. I know. I love it. And just, and we see so eye to eye on all of this, you guys. Like you guys heard it from Julie. You've heard it from me, not just in this episode, but in other episodes as well, that it is so incredibly important for each and every one of you guys to get the support that you need to consider it Mm -hmm. as an investment that, you know, it's not like you get married and you take a divorce course. So you learn Mm -hmm. all of this in the beginning. It is uncharted territory. And just like any captain taking on new waters, right. Or any pilot flying an airplane, they have a navigation plan. And that is what but Julie and I and a lot of other divorce coaches out there provide for each and every one of you guys because we've been through it. We know how to help and support you through it mm-hmm. and to get you focusing forward and to stop living based on your past. Absolutely. And it really is what transformed my life. And I know you too, Wendy. Yeah. So like we don't just speak from people that you know, because we're a divorce coach, but we, we both were inspired because we both received it. And it was the most powerful change in my life. Like it, it it's incredible. And I couldn't imagine my life without it. And it's not, it's not like a change. And then you go back to being the way you were, you know what I mean? Like coaching is like a continual level up in your life, yeah. you know? hundred percent. And, and it's always, like you said, it's a level, it's continuous leveling up, right? I, I still work with coaches, right? Julie still works with coaches. Like we are in constant evolution because life happens every single day and your divorce is always going to be that through line in your life because stuff is always going to creep up when you least expect it. And it just welcome, welcome to divorce life. This is, this is the way that it is, you know? So I mean, life, right. Life is always going to happen, but I feel like with coaching, you are so much better equipped to emotionally handle what life throws your way. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. I, you know, I even mentioned to you and, you know, I I said there was, when I first found out about coaching, literally in two and a half days of immersing myself in a coaching training, I moved through more emotions around the trauma of my divorce than I had the entire higher year before being in therapy, not just individual therapy, but couples therapy as well as yeah. we were separated. And it was, it is transformation. It gets, it's, um, it's a new muscle that you're training that I never knew exist. I didn't even know I had that muscle. And it was a new muscle that I was excited to work out that I was excited to practice with. And, you know, just like, wow, Wendy, Wendy it sounds like you found your coaching G spot. <laughs> about it like that before but like I kind of have a similar story like you said in a couple of days you processed more emotions than ever before and for me I went from having two years of private therapy to getting a coach and in three months I got promoted at work I dropped 15 pounds I quit smoking forever I quit drinking for a good amount I mean I quit drinking for the time I'm, I drink again, but not out of need or desperation. I drink for fun, but 
what a transformation. All of those things happened within three months. I also decided to finish my master's degree in Austria and get a divorce. All of those things happened because I had coaching and I was able to make really powerful decisions for myself where before I was just in a spin. My whole life was in a spin and I had no control over it. Yeah. No, I, and look where you are, look what you've accomplished. I think one of the most beautiful things too, as Julie and I were commiserating on having two boys, um, you know, <laughs> the, the impact that we've been able to have on our kids' lives, right? And, and the examples that we've been able to show them about what strong, resilient women and moms mm -hmm. get to look like. And yeah, yeah, it's powerful. You guys, there's a ripple effect, not just with you, but there's a ripple effect that happens with your kids and to be such an inspiration to them. I don't know about you, Julie, I'm, I'm sure you would agree. But to me, when my kids tell me that, you know, that I inspire them and that they look yeah. up to me, it just warms my heart. And, you know, I love that. Yeah. I love that. My boys are very expressive. They know how to express themselves really well. Yeah. I think that's probably the best thing that they, they learned from me. Yeah. And I would imagine as a result of the growth and the the discomfort, yeah. right? There's discomfort and growth. Yeah. I'm watching you. I mean, so. imagine like, I remember in my first marriage, like not being able to express myself because I felt like that was a sign of weakness or something. Like I would hold back and I would suck it up and I would take it and I would stuff my feelings down and I would not cry. <laughs> like all of these things that like, hello, we're human and I was trying to not be human, like in those moments. And I didn't know it was even okay to feel those things. And, you know, here we are, Wendy, just kind of like shining the light on realness and real emotions and what women go through during divorce. And not just that, but what it could be rather than the life sucking hell that it is. It, it could be a transformation. A hundred percent. It can be if you, if you let it, if you invest in the work that it takes to get there, um, you know, it, yeah. again, it's you and I are both standing on the other side as are a lot of other people who have seen the value, um, in doing the work. And, mm -hmm. you know, Julie, I, I would love for you to leave our audience today with maybe the wisdom that you would have given your younger self um, in, you know, maybe you said that, you know, you had spent a couple of years doing X, Y, and Z, and then all of a sudden in three months, you had this amazing transformation. So what yeah. would you tell your younger self or yourself back then that you of something, you know, now I would say, don't try to do it all alone. You can invest some time, money, and effort and have a guide that is going to walk you through the exact steps. Now, I know, Wendy, you have a program and you have exact steps to take people from A to Z. And I have the same thing. So I just encourage everybody out there to get a coach and, and get into a program that's going to help you process and create a vision of your future that you take action on regularly. And I, I know we're very aligned in, in what that looks like. hundred percent. And the one thing I will add um, to that too, is I, I always say that don't do it alone. That's 
number one. And if I can add on top of that too, is to trust your instincts, you guys. Just listen to your gut. It it never steers you wrong. What steers you wrong is your mind talking you out of what your gut is telling you to do. Every time. Right? Every single time. Because your mind is your ego. Your gut is your intuition. Listen yeah. to it. Listen yeah. to it. So, oh my gosh, Julie, I know that this is just the beginning. I feel like this might have to be like a quarterly thing that we do because I really love talking with you about these topics. Seriously. So I'm so, I'm so grateful that we decided to do this and that we got to share our wisdom and your collaboration today. This is going on both of our podcasts. So I love it. It's going to be so fun. And we're definitely going to do this again. Absolutely. Julie, thank you so much for being here and for being my guest. And And Wendy, thank um, you so much for being here and being my guest as well. (laughs) Of course. Anytime. Julie, how can people find you? Um, You can find me on my podcast. It's called Get Over Divorce. And you can also go to my website, thrivingthroughdivorce.com. Wonderful. How about you, Wendy? Thank you so much for being here. Share your deep. For my audience. Absolutely. So you guys can find me. Same thing. I have my podcast, which is the Divorced Woman's Guide. And then my website, wendysterling.net. So thank you so much, Julie. This was so fun. So fun. So fun. And everybody watching or listening to my podcast, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you loved this collaboration. I know that I did. We always try to mix it up, but ultimately my goal is to ensure that you guys walk away with at least one nugget of information that will help you wherever it is that you guys are in your divorce process. Sending you all tons of love, light, and joy as always. Bye, everybody. Hey, Tribe Sister, do you want to know what it takes to create unstoppable self-love after divorce so you can heal for real, gain confidence, and finally get the love you deserve in an equal, committed relationship? Then go watch my free training. You're going to learn the biggest dating trap women fall into and how to avoid it. Go to juliedanielson.me and watch this five shifts training.